Good morning and happy Monday! I'm Monica Wofford and this is your exciting Monday moment. Aptly titled, Who's Got Time for Leadership? Now wait a minute. Did you ever hear or see on Facebook this phrase? Make time for your health or you'll be forced to make time for your illness. Well, leadership is similar. Make time to improve it, or you'll be forced to find time to fire, interview, hire, and visit HR. You may even be forced to personally find time to search for a new position. But that sounds crazy. 15,000 things to do in 24 measly daily hours and no real time to truly dig into an issue, much less develop others to be or become better. Sure, there's articles you could read on how to fix that. You could attend valuable classes in person or online. You could even hire a coach to distill your learning into one hour weekly bite-sized pieces, each of which admittedly takes time. And then there's time to practice. Or you could keep making errors, continue being fearless, and believing the problems around you have nothing to do with the way you're leading, and then make time for your likely exit strategy, or simple stagnation in your current position. Ouch. Perhaps in the moments of time you can spare, or those you can carve out. Start first by making it your mission to make these three areas and actions your primary focus. Not only do you have time to get better, but you've got time to be a good leader. So grab a pen and your list and let's do this. First up, prioritize people. Now the task list is always gonna be long, but when you're a leader, you're a leader of people, not action items. If you're overwhelmed, that means you're not delegating to or developing those people as effectively as you could be. If you're mired in drama, mm, you're not nipping issues in the bud or you might be letting every single molehill feel like a mountain. The key is to put the people you have the privilege of leading and the task of helping them get better at the top of your to-do list. Put each employee or manager, if managers report to you, and their name on a separate page or paper. Record the following. What they do well, where they struggle, and what is needed from you to help them get better. And know, Swift kick is not an applicable action item. The size of your team you lead will determine the speed of your progress on this next step, but then take one item needed from you per person and add it to your list of important tasks to be completed. Build it right in to your daily to-do list and watch those people get better pretty quickly barring any other exceptional issues, obviously. Second, keep you on your list. 
Now, many leaders do wake daily with the sincere hope of completing each and every item on their list. About as likely as Santa getting through all the naughty and nice kid list in one flippin' evening, it is that very hope and belief that leads to things like burnout. Instead of the only marker of success being that one has completed everything on that list, make the measure of success the completion of your top six priorities. Then make sure you're on that list of six. Leaders who are highly driven regularly leave themselves off their own list. They give, they give, then give some more, and then end up giving all they've got, which turns into short fuses, barking of orders, and a real lack of patience, all precursors to burnout. So try this. Once weekly, record a task that you need to do for the primary purpose of making you feel better or giving you energy. Maybe it's read that report from start to finish, a task for me that would actually be quite draining. Or maybe it's buy a new outfit for the big board meeting. Some of you are now having an eye roll moment. Or maybe it's leave at frickin' five o'clock so you can see your kids before it's dark now at 5.30. Whatever the item or task is, make sure to keep you and your needs and the leadership of their priority placement on your list. You'll be glad you did when you start to watch your colleagues get crispy and you still feel like the Energizer Bunny. Now the third area is to manage your leader. Well, that sounds interesting. You might be thinking, but let's look at one big reality. Disgruntled employees and leaders don't leave positions because they don't like what they're doing. People leave jobs because they don't like, don't connect with, or don't respect their leader. Which means people will do jobs they hate for years, as long as it's with people who make coming to work have some meaning. Your own manager may or may not fulfill that role for you, but it's your job in becoming a better leader to effectively manage his or her behavior, at least when in your presence. If you're complaining about the way your boss treats you, Respond to this treatment in a way that provokes a change in his or her behavior. Mind you, the implication in this entire third section and discussion we're having is that you act with professionalism and avoid making the back end of a burrow out of yourself. Next, if you feel as if your boss doesn't care, doesn't listen, or doesn't like you, figure out what they need from you. What does he or she find motivating? Influence their behavior by learning as much about them as possible. 
Much as you've made a list of those you lead, now make a list of the positive attributes, the not so positive ones, and the areas where you struggle with your own leader. In the areas of struggle listed, make it a point to do something different that reduces the struggle. Find help. Ask a colleague. Stop whining and make changes. Bosses are people too. And as much as you might expect them to lead you and be exactly what you need, the reality is you are a leader. So be one. And not just for those you have the privilege of leading. Now these three areas of focus, yes, they will elevate the way in which you lead. A consistent effort in these areas, in fact, and completion of the tasks suggested will give others the impression that you are one heck of a leader. Now let's talk about being or becoming better together or going it alone in your improvement in the area of leadership. Leaders run pretty fast, but even in a marathon, metaphorically of course, someone keeps time, police guard your path, and somebody hands you a freaking Gatorade when you pass. Your business coach can serve in similar roles. Yes, you can go it alone and practice on your own, and some do great in that aspect. Yet if you've already worked in these three areas and found your progress to be slow, or if you've just remained steadfast in your efforts in these three priority areas, but not much is really happening, get help. If you feel stuck at all or want to speed up that climb up the ladder to full speed and then some, then by all means, let's talk. You've read or listened this far, so yeah, you're ready. It's a common question, but the answer's yes. Let's do this and let's speed up the process and rapidly improve your leadership of you and of others. Time's a-wasting, and I know you don't have much of it, so let's make some changes. The number to call is 866-382-0121. Comes right to my office, ask for Monica, and it will be a pleasure to connect with you shortly. I'm Monica Wofford, and that's your Monday Moment. Have a great week, and of course, stay contagious.